Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Gregor First Mate, Captain Patrick, even Bill the Engineer, on this uh, holiday edition of the big show. Ho, ho, ho! Where? There's three of them. That's a Santa Claus reference. Oh, that's what I, I thought you meant, yes. yes. Absolutely. Patrick, uh, I hate Merry when you Christmas. make Patrick breathe so audibly that I can hear it through my ears, not his microphone. Well, <laughs> that is the whole idea, isn't it? No. Oh, no, it's not. I'm going to go with no. That's part of I think it's a Christmas miracle. I, I breathe so deeply, I suck all the oxygen out of the room, hopefully, hoping to strangle Greg. <laughs> hoping into, uh, I am to, uh, into unconsciousness. I am closer to you than he is, you know. Okay. What does he smell like? Beef and cheese? Well, I would imagine yes. No, okay. Actually, I had the cheeseburgers for lunch. Well, fair. Well, that would be you then. You'd be smelling yourself. I'm not the one breathing deeply. So there's a lot of news stories in the world of boating, and it is... Christmas time. Christmas weekend. Yes. We have a, a great opportunity coming up on today's program to, to come up with some really great last-minute boating gift ideas for the boater... On your Christmas list. So nice. And uh, I, I I love the fact that you have dressed up for the holidays for our Facebook Live audience today at World of Boating. I uh, have dressed up for everyone who I have come in contact with uh, for the last three days. Okay. Which is nice, because I didn't have to go to work and I put on pants. So, so far, everyone is on board with this plan. We'll, we'll just move on, I think, okay, is what good. Uh, is the best move. That's fair. All right. Let me know when you want to talk about boating. Okay. I'm over here. Well, do do we have any boating parade stuff? They're all done. No, boating parades are so 1970s. Well, you know, last Saturday, I came into Fort Lauderdale. Yes. um, In handcuffs this time? Well, I I skipped the parade because the weather was terrible. And um, it it was blowing. There were storms. My flight got diverted a little bit. I still could have made the parade. Your flight got diverted a little bit. Did you... Did the plane not land on the runway? No, well, it didn't. <laughs> Did it actually. land on A1A? <laughs> no, it was supposed to come back uh, from Providenciales, yes, uh, Provo uh, to Fort Lauderdale. It got diverted to West Palm Beach. Okay, so we had to land in West Palm because uh, air traffic control told the ta- uh, told the pilot like, "Hey, you're going to have to you know uh, go Circle. into the pattern yeah. for a while because we have some nasty weather here in South Florida." How small of a plane was this? No, it was a big plane. It was a JetBlue uh, commercial flight. Oh, well, oh JetBlue. Geez. And yeah. he said, uh, well, they told us we'd go around in, you know, in circles for a while until the, the weather passed along with all these other, other craft. Uh, but we don't have enough fuel, so we're going to go to West Palm and land there, get some fuel, and then we'll load up and then go back down to Fort Lauderdale. Did you, is that well, from West st- Palm? Can't you taxi all the way to to Fort Lauderdale? You would think so. 
I, actually, I wish I could have got off in West Palm because I had to drive home to Orlando anyway. It would have been but a your car's hour. Done. Your car, your car. I was going to rent uh, a car one one way rental. Was ah. there any point during this that you thought about standing up from your seat and saying, oh, "I'm almost the pilot to the cockpit"? Were you there? <laughs> of course, if you want to know about uh, Greg's experience as a pilot, you can, uh, of course, listen to Just Plain Radio right. on many of these same stations. You could. He is so far along, he's just got the pie part of it. Mm, not quite. He's got pie little. He's a pie yeah. little. I think, pie I, I think just the P. <laughs> just the P? Yeah. But, uh, but still, it's fun to talk about. But, but, you know, I got back to Fort Lauderdale still in time for the boat parade, but the weather was still crappy. So I, I think they still did the show, but it was definitely not the best conditions for the Winterfest boat parade in Fort Lauderdale last Saturday. So I, 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 I tailed it back up here to join you boys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, uh, but th- so they're done. Uh, you didn't really miss anything, I guess, is the moral of that story. If it depends on what you like about boat parades. Well, you like Christmas lights and stuff like that and combining your nautical, you know, uh, My favorite love. boat parade experience has been when we were on a boat in True. the boat parade. That I mean, was, that was way more fun for me than observing a boat parade from the safety of the shore. Well, except when you were, you know, in one of those lull areas in between the crowds mm-hmm. and you're all dressed up in lights and all festive and you look over to the shore, there's nobody there. Otherwise known as Saturday morning in the Wob studio. <laughs> True. Greg putting in new electrical equipment, tangled up in light. Why, <laughs> you know, we come in, and he's a frantic mess. Yes. I, my, my memory of that time was that there was very little downtime for me personally, because I was constantly trying to keep Julie from falling into the, into the intercoastal. Ah, memories. <laughs> Bill, I got to say, uh, yes. and I've, I've been looking since we came in the studio. Yes. Do you see any gift wrap presents I anywhere? I do not, but you know what? He's... The chances of him going outside and getting a stick uh, are still relatively high. Well, now that Pine you mention cones. it, I mean, it's like every year we get it's a something. drum kit right well, there. Well, no, uh, two weeks ago, uh, I gave you guys your Christmas gift. I gave, you know, Christmas came early to the world of boating crew when I gave you a rock. You took mine back. No, I, I set it right back there because, once again, it was a wishing rock. And you made a wish, and then you're, you're supposed to pass it on. You passed it back to me, and then I gave it back to you. For Christmas, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna frame that one in, you, in like a shadow box with a little silver hammer in case of Greg emergency. Show everybody on Facebook Live there, Bill. This wishing rock. Okay, this is a special is, rock. Uh, yeah, it's yeah from the uh, the Bay of Fundy. Yeah, it has a unlit- it's not as fun as the Bay of Fundy would make you think that it is. It's the Bay of not too much fun, D. No, that's not true. There's a lot of fun, and there's endless amount of wishes available on that rock. So, guess what you're getting next year? You know, and for I'm your gonna, birthday re- and I'm our anniversary. that scene from, from uh, Braveheart. <laughs> Don't! Uh, actually, uh, speaking you of... Your, uh, you put your eye out with that, boy! Speaking of uh, theatrics, you know, uh, Patrick has uh, written a, uh, a play to be performed at the Orlando Fringe Festival! Whoa! When will that and if, happen? And if, it's thir- not. if 13 groups of people <laughs> pass away between oh. now and the the third week of May, we will be performing it. We're on the wait list, but the wait list has some, some distance between us and the top of the list, but you know, we can go back at it again next year. Yep. Uh, but, but you know, you there, can... there were 330 um, 
entries this year, oh, just yeah. just to make the wait list. Yeah, but you're thirteenth, thirteen away. I'm. We are fourteenth, 14th, 14th on the wait list uh-huh. that we know of because we could have moved up. We could be eighth right now. We wouldn't know it. Yeah, okay. they're, they're being very secretive. Well, this is not till May though, so that's like you know one now, murder they, every three weeks. Yeah, I, I've, I've, the math I've, right. I've already committed five. <laughs> well, you're way it wears ahead of on the game. you. It wears on you. Yeah, you want to take a little uh, break during the holidays. I understand. Well, if you if you start picking up the pace, that's when you make your mistakes. Okay. If I've learned nothing from Criminal Minds, it's when you start picking up the pace that you make your mistakes. Uh-huh. So are, are we going to do World of Boating Theater? I want to do World of Boating Theater. Do we have time to do World of Boating Theater? Okay. Well, yeah, you can, you can actually you follow take? along with World of Boating Theater. This is from a post on December 17th. Yeah. Uh, and you can see it at World of Boating on Facebook. And... Um, I will. Uh, I, uh, which which part do you want? Uh, do you want the the, the two person part? You, of? you do the accent. Okay, so I'll you do let that. me know okay. who you want to do. All right, all right. I will. Uh, I'll let you be Greg. <laughs> all right. All right. Wait a minute. Mm. Let me hit myself in the head with that rock <laughs> to get into character. All right, here it is. Well, wait, should I play uh, Patrick's role and throw the rock? Actually, no. I want oh. you to be the telephone. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, we're gonna need a ring. All right, you ready? Uh, and then and then at the end when I cue you, you're gonna go. Click buzz. All right? All right. Okay, ready? Ready. Bring. 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 Oh, you picked it up now? Okay, there. Hello. One, two, whatever. Look, I just sent you a story I want you to post right away. Greg? Yeah, moron. It's Greg, your boss. What time is it? It's... It's 2 a.m., Greg. So, look. Just post the story I sent. People can now buy dolphins on Amazon. That was outstanding. That Thank was you. excellent. That was, that was very good. All right. Bravo, bravo. Oscars all bravo. around. Bravo. Bravo. Yes. Oscar that's, being that's the good. new uh, studio drink, by the way. <laughs> I think the drinking is already so, Coke started, So this story really is, uh, it really is true. You can Purchase dolphins on Amazon. No, you can't. Yes, Live yes, 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 yes. Mammals. Yes. Um, no, that's really not true. That's not true. It's not true, Greg. You got it wrong when you called one and two, one or two. We don't know that for sure. Uh, but the Amazon River dolphin is now listed as endangered by the IUCN. The red list was published in November of this year. The uh, Amazon river dolphin, uh, most river dolphins are endangered. There are two types of river dolphins named Boto and Tuxusi. Three times. You Mm. forgot Dan Marino. (laughs) He's really endangered. We'll have more details on the dolphins next on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast feliz navidad that means merry christmas in spanish say it feliz navidad feliz navidad feliz navidad Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. This is the World of Boating. Greg, first mate, Bill the Engineer, Captain Patrick, rounding out the crew today. All right, am I the only person that realizes they don't translate all of the words from Spanish into English in Feliz Navidad? Uh, Feliz Navidad. No, no, Feliz Navidad. So they sing Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, and then they say, and a happy and prosperous new year. But they don't, they don't translate that into English. They say from the bottom of my heart, which is not what they're saying. Hmm. If, Feliz if you, Navidad. Yes. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año felicita. Have okay. a happy and prosperous New Year. It's 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 not hard. What? Why is that not what they say? They say from the bottom of my heart. Hmm. So now my daughter doesn't know any Spanish. But you do. I'm disappointed. Well, thank but anyway, you for that lesson. I mean, lesson, that's it, it, it. That is not. They do not say from the bottom of my heart. They say have a happy and prosperous New Year. That that is. Is it possible that uh, uh, that uh, who's the guy who does this? Feliciano, what's his Jose name? Feliciano. Jose yeah. Feliciano. Is That's it possible that Jose Feliciano does not know Spanish? Is that possible? He seems like he would know Spanish. Well, everybody he knows. He sounds very convincing when he says Feliz Navidad. Well, for what it's worth, from our home of the world of boating to yours, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> okay. I, I, I want to touch base real quick on this dolphin thing. Uh, that 
it is new that we have added the Amazon River dolphin to the list of a critically endangered species, but it is the last of the freshwater dolphins to be added to the list of critically uh, endangered. That includes the uh, Yangtze River, the Ganges, and Indus River uh, as uh, as endangered. But I mentioned the uh, the Yangtze River dolphin. They were declared functionally extinct in 2006, and this is due to human activities. Think like overfishing of the dolphin, uh, dam building pollution, uh, overfishing of the fish in general so that the dolphins don't have as much to eat, and boat traffic. All of these things contributing to the downfall of the freshwater dolphin. Hmm. Uh, Bottlenose dolphin is still uh, of interest, but the least concern is actually what the uh, IUCN lists for the bottlenose dolphin. Well, so, okay. uh, something we're going to be uh, talking about a little bit later on. Uh, there is a great possible Christmas gift for the boater on your list that is available through the American Power Boat Association. If we have time, we're going to uh, have a guest in about that. Am I right? Yeah, we got Sarah standing by. You want to talk to her now? Or Let's you wanna... talk to her now then. Sarah, it is great to have you with us today uh, here on the World of Boating. Sarah, you are the Director of Operations for the American Power Boat Association. And one of the things which we think would be a great Christmas gift is if you could give someone the gift of the the inboard driving school. Hmm. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, And we have more than just the inboard school right now as well. Um, we have uh, three inboard driving schools, and that, that really is the ultimate adrenaline experience. Uh, it's $500. There are schools in Dayton, uh, Ohio, Richland, Washington, and the Terrace, Washington. Uh, you get classroom training. You get capsule training, uh, which means you get put in a capsule and dunked in a pool. How much fun is that? Mm, that sounds um, like a hazing ceremony kind of thing. Hydroplane, which goes about a hundred miles per hour. That seems um, we, fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have our outboard performance craft school posted. They just got confirmed for end of April. Um, those also will go in excess of a hundred miles an hour. Um, same deal where you get the classroom training, you get the capsule training where they dunk you in the pool. Um, then you get to actually get in one of the boats and uh, drive it in a novice race. Yeah, now, now um, think, think, think Richard Petty mm-hmm. driving experience only on the water and much, much cooler. <laughs> well, well I'm much, much cooler because <laughs> these are all cold weather places. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. It's going to be freezing damn cold is what it's going to be. Yeah, well, both, that's why it's in the summer. The Richland, Washington's in June, and the Pateras is in August. It's super awesome. Oh, the best place to find out more about the American Power Boat Association's, uh, and this is the Drive This Boat program, right? Yes. Uh, we have uh, all of the classes posted right now in our shop. It's apbashop.com. Uh, they can check out our stock outboard classes, too, which you can register children in uh, ages 9 and up. Oh, now, gee whiz. I have a 9-year-old. <laughs> there you go. How fast so is her can, boat going to go? They go the 9-year-olds go about 40 miles an hour. We do govern them. That <laughs> still seems fast for her. Now, this, she can only just barely walk most days. This, this school for... <laughs> 
this school for our listeners, this is not uh, not to be confused with like a boat driving course like you would do down at Chapman's or something. These are race boats. I mean, this this is yes, they are. This is speed on the water, and for the older drivers. And I have to ask, do you have a mature driver program for somebody like Greg? What? <laughs> Well, we do have quite a few members who are active racers, age 55 and older. So Good as news, long Greg. As you can pass a, a physical, you're not too old to drive. Wow, that just canceled heart. Uh, what if you have a monkey heart? <laughs> now, are, are there any, other than a physical, are there any prerequisites for somebody who's thinking about uh, either doing this or giving this what I think is probably a, a really awesome gift for the boater um, in a person's life. Are there any prerequisites to going to the class or to getting behind the wheel? Nope. You just need to bring your enthusiasm. A need for speed. A need uh, for speed. That's right. <laughs> and, and i got to tell you, on the water, because I, I've, I've had the opportunity to, to drive, uh, be at the helm of some very uh, fast offshore boats uh, during my career in the business over the past 33 years, and there is nothing in my opinion, better because, you know, when you're on a track, say you're in a race car like Richard Bay, you know, it's a, it's a track and it's going to be kind of the same, but the water's constantly changing, you know, and, and there's so much that factors into it, so much more skill-based and just be able to go out and do that. You say that, to me, it sounds like more ways to screw this up. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, they'll be under the guidance of professional instructors who have been race boat drivers for many, many years. So we make sure to take care of our students before they get on the water so they know what they're doing. Sarah, thank you very much for joining us. Sarah, the Director of Operations for the American Power Boat Association. Check it out at apbashop.com and check out the, uh, the Drive This Boat program and all of the different options. A great gift for the boater on your list. We're going to be coming back and talking, really, Sarah, we apologize, but actual legitimate nonsense when we come back here on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me, along with Captain Patrick and uh, Bill the Engineer, rounding out the Christmas crew here as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Happy holidays to you. Hopefully, you're having a great one. And uh, I don't know, that'd be a great idea to get someone uh, a uh, a powerboat racing uh, class, you know, by the professionals at the the P, what is it again? APBA. Yeah. Uh, I think, though, if you want to even go crazier, is just do it with some. You, you could do it and say we're we're not going to send you to those professionals. We're going to send you to our friend Bubba, out on uh, the swamps in the Everglades, and well, that'd be for someone that you know, it'd be an alternate to giving coal. I mean, since since recently you're so into flying, think yeah. about you know being able to be put at the controls of uh, a jet trainer, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you get your classroom experience and they teach you how to bail out of the cockpit with your parachute. And um, then they, 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 they teach you that. I would hope so. In well, flying school. I don't think. Um, what? 
Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're talking about flying in the airplane. Yeah. No, like, like, if you were able to do that in a, this, like be able to do it in a jet, like, you know, you get a couple days of classroom experience and then you're at the controls, man. You're heading down the runway and, you know. Well, that's I, I've done this go made, fast, thing. by the way. I did 117 uh, miles per hour in, in one of those race boats years oh. ago. I did that. You know, were you in it or were you piloting it? I was in it. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine piling it in. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you know, I was in a five-point harness in the back right. seat. Right. Oh, they going. didn't even let you sit up front. Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> and they're like, uh, hold on. And we're like, whoa. And I mean, it was like What's it fun? All right. All right. It was, was it insane. Was oh, it yeah. Fun? It was like the best roller coaster ever. It really, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, very intense. But, uh, you know, because you're, you're basically flying If you've had a replacement heart. Did they this recommend be- that sort of thing? Well, this was before the monkey heart. Where, was that was that a V hull or was it a cat? It was a cat. Yeah. See, now the cat that's got to skip a lot, wrong, it, right? Well, the, the V's will skip too. The V's will roll, so ah. you don't you don't really have the stability that you would think that you have like in a cat, where yeah, you're doing kind of. There was that. no stability whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You, yeah. you kind of feel like you're right on the edge. Yeah, I, I was fine in I the back seat. I can't I imagine. I would hate it being up there trying to steer the friggin' thing, but uh, it was a great ride. Good times, everybody. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Here you go, man. Merry Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in the one eyes open sleigh. What's the matter with him? The jingle bells got him. They're jingling all the way. Look at that. Oh, what fun it is to ride in the one eyes open sleigh. Look at that. Jingle, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in the one eyes open sleigh. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the producer, doing a jig. You're liking this. You're, is that a is that a form of uh, twerking? What is that exactly? Uh, you can see this on Facebook Live if you so choose, and you're a glutton for punishment. You would have to be because we are uh, we are broadcasting there today. So you got a little uh, window into the studio during the Christmas uh, season here. Every once in a while, uh, Patrick's hand. It comes into the camera view. Yeah, Everyone's that's all we'll, we'll see. Usually, uh, there's a threaten. That is his a, hand, a by the way, right? <laughs> I'm just checking. Usually, it's clenched <laughs> tightly. Just wanted to clarify because some people are asking as they chat away there in the Facebook Live too. And, and by the way, Merry Christmas! Uh, we've had a few people do a shout out like that, and so back at you, friends. Uh, we, we were we were talking, kidding a little bit about your age, Greg. Yeah, not really. But go ahead, go with that, Bill. Yeah, why? I did something earlier today, you which did. hurt me. It hurt my heart. What you pooped I, today? I, I did a I did an online survey of some sort, yeah. and it, and it asked for your age. So there were a bunch of age groups. Yeah, yeah asked for but, my age? No, no, asked for my age. Okay, all right. But the top group was fifty five plus. I thought, I'm I'm in the top group now, Greg. Right. 
That's yeah. terrible. No, you don't understand. They don't give a ceiling to that age group. No. I think you're missing Bill's point. I will say. It's all over. I, I, I've got no place to go to. I did buy a Christmas gift this week. Not for you guys, of course. That would be ridiculous. But I did get the uh, 55 and over uh, discount for the first time ever. I'm like, whoa! You guys. Yeah, you should, you should think about getting an actual job, Greg. I mean, I know, you know, being the head honcho here at Overboard Entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, and doing World of Boating and doing yeah. scuba radio and right. doing Just Plain Radio, all mm-hmm. those things, yeah. seems like a lot of work, useful employment, but you should get a real job because for the very first time in my life, I am a protected class. Okay. Old white guys, it turns out, is a protected class. Well, and we get Who uh, we get ten percent off uh, uh, TJ Maxx on on uh, Mondays with your AARP cards. You get a free donut if you buy a coffee at, uh, I don't, at uh, yeah, Dunkin' I don't Donuts. Have one of those cards. Not only are you guys so old, you also have the most unhealthy lifestyles. <laughs> Talking about coffee and donuts and TJ Maxx and look, just saying nonsense. Uh, it was a bargain. Got an extra 10% off. I do want to talk about this story, though, uh, about another type of unhealthy lifestyle. Hmm. Uh, let's say, for instance, that you're a Vietnamese fisherman. Okay. No, which is a no, form no, no, bo- Greg, boater. no. What? I know what you were going to do. So, Don't do it. Let's just say you were a, a Vietnamese fisherman. So you'd probably have a good diet. You know, a, a lot of the, the seafaring folk uh, have... Uh, especially Asian seafaring folk, but even Mediterranean seafaring folk, they have a good diet. They have a lot of fish in their diet, mm. and then a little bit of grain for uh, for the Vietnamese. It's probably going to be some rice. Way to stereotype them, Bill. Well, no, no, it's 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 a fact. Okay, just saying. Japanese fishing villages very insensitive. Uh, Japanese fishing villages are also uh, often included in surveys about the about tea consumption. Skipping over. Oh, the fact sure. That their there you make another is, one. My their gosh, diet is super healthy. Uh, and but dolphin. Anyway. Don't don't forget dolphin. They love they love they have, have some dolphin. Wow. But anyway, inappropriate. So here's what this Viet- these fisherman found about four miles off the uh, coast of Vietnam. He found a torpedo, hmm, and towed it back. So when I originally read the headline and it said. Uh, Vietnamese fisherman tows a torpedo back. I'm thinking, yeah, this is some World War II relic that he's he's got a cast net and he and he scoops it up and he and he drags it off the bottom and says, well, I can't just drop it because it could explode. Uh, no, 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 no. It was floating and it is modern. Hmm. It is a modern a torpedo and it's big. This thing's got to be 15 feet long. No, wait a minute. It, it was a floating torpedo. A floating torpedo. Uh, they're not supposed to float, are they? Uh, it. That sounds like a mine or something. No, it sounds like your early morning bowel movement. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for that. And how you know is a little bit disturbing. (laughs) What is likely to have happened uh, is that it got fired as uh, some sort of a practice. Uh Uh-huh. And when, when it stops... It just floats to the surface. It floats to the surface. What's what's the country of origin? Uh, They're guessing China. Well, the uh, fact that it says Long Dong Industries on the side. That is, no, oh, it does not say that. Wow. does not say Even that. during the Christmas holidays, Patrick, I'm ashamed of you. I'm not. Okay. I'm not ashamed of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so ex- what do you take it back to China and go, so sorry? No. <laughs> Jeez, God almighty. <laughs> I don't know which one of you two is worse. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Greg just took the lead. Uh, but uh, it actually towed it back to shore. And then the Vietnamese government took over, uh, and uh, 
It, there's a great picture of it being very safely held up off the beach by driftwood. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing safer for a torpedo than driftwood. Yes. Hmm. Uh, so the moral the of this theory story of, is... The theory, though, uh, is that it's unarmed. It looks for all the world like it follows as the international protocol for what you do to make a training torpedo, mm. which is put these wide orange bands on it so it... So it is obviously not armed. So he knew this. When nope. He started, yeah, I didn't. No, think so. no. What, yeah. what, do you think that a lot of Vietnamese fisher folk are uh, are taught about international international protocol? For so did he know what he of, was uh, towing, or did, did I he say? Think, I think he probably had a decent idea that this giant metal tube was probably a torpedo. Yeah, yeah. I would. Th- you know, it almost looks more like a drone. That, that could have been find. a drone, yeah, yeah. And, you're, yeah. and what you're thinking at that point is, this thing's got to be worth some money. Yeah. Well, maybe so, but I think he, you, you would know a, not, a lot about the fisherman, uh, depending on how far he was towing this behind Four his miles. boat. Four miles. No, behind his boat. Oh, wait, the torpedo is 22 feet long. So was it That's attached big. right to his transom, or did he give it some space like a blast zone? <laughs> That's what I'm I'm wondering about it's, here. It's see? an interesting question because oh, we don't it, it, know. there isn't actually anything which says how he towed it back, but that he did tow it back. But I'm telling you, the boats that I see on the shore are those really short, you know, 10, 12 foot long. Uh, that is a long torpedo. That is a 22 foot. So I'm That's guessing. That's what she said. That I'm guessing that uh, the boat that towed it was towing. Uh, was smaller than the torpedo that was being. I would towed. say if mm. if I was if I was going to undertake a tow like that, I would mm. probably bring it alongside. That's not a bad idea, uh, and it doesn't look at the all these boats that I see up on shore on this beach are unpowered. Do you see any motors? I don't see any outboards. Yeah, but I, I mean they may have one. They may just bring one. Well, and, the and, fact that they're that far up the beach, I would say, uh, unless they have outboards that have been taken off, right. For uh, you know, security, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, keep people from stealing right. them. These that, are boat uh, uh, bomb towing uh, tips not a, from Captain Patrick. No, all right, so if you had to tow a torpedo, a behind, bomb, yes, if you had an to, explosive you, device, how well, would you do I, it? I would not tow it with the warhead pointed at the transom of my boat. That's smart. That's <laughs> okay. smart because if you stop, that torpedo may not stop at the same if, pace. That if you do. understand how torpedoes work. <laughs> Um, you would not want the head of the torpedo pointed at the part of the boat that you, it may come in contact with. But would you would you tow it backwards? I, I would tow I, it backwards. Again, I would probably bring it alongside. Even if it's bigger than your boat? Yes, because the problem that you have is, depending on the waters that you're in, even if you're towing it backwards and you get into a following sea, mm-hmm. th- that torpedo could all of a sudden overtake your vessel and crash into the back of it. So and you think you bring it alongside, yes. leave it in the water, because yeah. you're not going to try and pull this thing out of the water. Not, if it's, of the not water. if it's bigger than my boat. Right. Uh, and then you're going to lash it, or... Well, I, would, I wouldn't whip it, but um, yeah, I would, I would tie it securely to mm-hmm. the uh, side of the boat. Are we really giving out uh, tips on how to tow a bomb behind your vessel? It I, is not the, behind it, <laughs> alongside of it. You're not even paying attention. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what to think of this. And you, you have to know. You can find this story, by the way, if you go to uh, the World of Boating, go to the Facebook page. Any, or World any, of Boating. any bets that when he was doing this, he's on his VHF and he's going one ping only. I think zero chance. <laughs> hey, Barry zero the Boater. Chance. Barry I'm the not, Boater is joining us for the holiday. Barry, how would you tow a torpedo? What do you think, Barry? How would you tow a 22-foot torpedo? Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he doesn't know yet. 
He doesn't know? He hasn't heard any of this? Please don't do that when I'm taking a drink. <laughs> if I could, oh, I would God. lash it under the boat and use it as a thruster for the boat. Uh, okay, you, you would activate the bomb. Wow. No, 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 no. There, there are two things. There's the motor that actually moves the torpedo, and then there's the warhead. Yes. So I wouldn't activate the warhead, but it would be a great uh, machine for using as a thruster on a small boat. No, what, what Greg is asking is if you found this out in the water, how would you get it back to shore? I wouldn't want to take it back to shore. I'd see if I could set it off and watch it go boom. Okay, you have this no is, choice. Why, why did we even like ask firework. Barry? Because he's Barry the boater. He's not going to be. He's going to be buried the ex-boater if he keeps up with that nonsense. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium, instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast okay children let's take our seats today we're going to learn how different cultures around the world celebrate the holiday season Aww. now pay attention and Malakalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. This is for Patrick. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. He loves Jimmy Buffett, yes. 
Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. You sure this isn't Don Ho? Nope. It's your Tiny favorite. Tim? No, nope, favorite Gars. I'm sorry, Don Ho Ho Ho. Jimmy Buffett. To say Merry Christmas to you. Take it, girl. Take it, girl. Take it, Patrick. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me, along Captain Patrick and uh, Billy Engineer. You know what Merry I find? You know what I find more appealing than that? Maliki liki maka. The sound of a dentist drill. Hmm. Maliki liki maka. That's saying uh, Bill is uh, gracing us with his Hawaiian uh, grass skirt dance without the skirt. Uh, is uh, can be plainly seen on Facebook Live, and we apologize. So anyway, yes. With that disturbing uh, note, we we should probably uh, consider wrapping things up. All right, here so in the next before few we get to that, though, yeah. uh, I want to talk about this other story, which was posted on the World of Boating Facebook page. Right. Uh, one and two, our crack team, and we did a little radio reenactment of when you sent them a story. But most of the time, uh, one and two are the ones out finding the stories, combing the internet uh, to find the uh, the World of Boating stories. By the way, I I. Uh would like to put forth that we make World of Boating Theater a recurring thing whenever Bill's in the studio. Absolutely not. <sighs> I think it should, though. We'll, we'll, Barry, edit, we'll, we'll work on we'll, it. We'll edit that out. Yes. Well, Barry, uh, Barry the Boater, um, yes. but I'll, let, I'll let him be the, uh, uh, you know, have a word on that. What do you think, Barry? Should we allow this, or we, should we say no? Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah, absolutely have to do it. Thank you very much, Barry. Now, sound the this way, is something wait, else that Barry thinks energy? is a good idea. He, he said it with such, <laughs> he said it with such energy. Exciting. This is something that Barry, uh, that, that Barry feels strongly about. Obviously. And, and here's something else that Barry feels strongly about. Uh, Barry, a huge, he's a romantic at heart. Okay. Uh, he is. How loves you know? his Loves his trailer. Mm. <laughs> I, actually, he and Buddy have a, have a great relationship. I love seeing the two of them together because clearly they figured it out. Clearly they have. Buddy the Elf you're talking about. No. No, Buddy Mrs. Bear. Oh, oh right, right, right. That's what he calls her. 33 yes. years. Yep. God but, bless him. But here's the thing. This is something you didn't do. When you decided to get married, you did not quit your jobs, and you did not take a catamaran sailboat to Cuba. Do you, you know how I know that? Do you know how I know that that's not what you did, Barry? Uh, because you weren't allowed to go to Cuba? Uh, well, I mean, you could have gone to Cuba. Cubans, the, Cubans didn't, the Cubans didn't say you couldn't go. The U.S. government said you couldn't go. Well, no, they didn't say you couldn't go. They just said if you can't, go, you're not going to come back. Well, then there's that. You no, know, yeah. you could go there if you were in some kind of education. It was some kind of education thing. You could. What if the education was personal? Like... I'm learning what happens when you steal a 40-foot catamaran. Because this is what they did. This couple, a 46-year-old man named Aaron and a 32-year-old woman named Ashley, they quit their jobs, they stole a 40-foot catamaran, and instead of doing the thing which is common for South Florida, which is you steal something, you put it on a boat, and then you sell it in some other country, they just sailed it directly to another country. Hmm. Well, it saves on cost. It does, yeah, it true. does. Cuts out the middleman. Right. Your profit margins are higher that way. Uh, yeah, they spent right. six months in a Cuban jail after their arrest on April the 1st. They were returned April to the United Fools. States in September and arrested there by federal agents when they arrived at Miami International Airport. Each one faces up to five years in prison during their sentencing, which will be on January 7th. All right, what happened to the boat? It, I, 
Where's I, the boat? That is really the question. Where oh. is the boat? You can currently charter it down in Cuba. <laughs> oh. By the way, Barry, uh, 33 years, you realize you would have been paroled about four years ago. Yeah, I know. Hmm. I, I still like my idea of, of what to do with a torpedo. I'm sure you do. Uh, it wasn't actually working. I don't think you it'll understand. fit they in there. They found it floating. They didn't find it with the motor running. And I well, really I don't think that it couldn't run for all day. Well, there it is. Well, Your wh- plan is to make it run all day. No, my plan is to blow it up and watch it go boom. Yeah, but that's that's wait, wait, wait. that's that's such a short-lived experience. It still would be pretty cool. And you, you have to understand, <laughs> to Bill's point, nothing explodes in slow motion. Right. Hey, Martin Brody blew up a shark with nothing more than a compressed air tank. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure that science works like that. I think well, he had a rifle, too. Yeah, so if you have a rifle and you happen to see a torpedo out there and you shoot it right on the warhead, maybe you'll see a beautiful big splash of water. You do that. And a bright, blinding light. Go towards the light, Barry. <laughs> Barry, you want to go out boating this week? No. I have no desire whatsoever. <laughs> I'm going to give him a little buffer of a month or That's so. That's probably smart. Uh, you know, this is, of course, the world of boating. Uh, we do wish you all a happy and prosperous new year. We Says will, you. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back again before, yeah, the, uh, before another, the new year. We're going to be back uh, uh, but next we, And we wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy Kwanzaa, because you'll have started celebrating your Kwanzaa before we get Of course. Back. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's other shows here on the Overboard Entertainment Network, Jeff yeah. Plane Radio and Scuba Radio. Right. So uh, make sure you check those out. Well, especially guys. today for Scuba Radio, we got the Scuba Radio Crapstravaganza celebration. It that's covers the last, all That's the last time traditions. he pronounces it right, by the way. Yes. <laughs> you realize from this view, that doesn't look like the Christmas poo on his microphone, right? What do you mean? It is. It's and Mr. not Hanky. from this angle, it doesn't look like that. I don't know what he's talking about. You'd see this on Facebook Live and correct uh, Captain Patrick uh, during the holidays. This is the world of boating. We look forward to seeing you each and every week here on the world of boating. Remember, until next time, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. Merry Christmas, too. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.